is November 24th. Happy US Thanksgiving, everybody. How are you? Welcome to the AA Show. Attitude Adjustment Show. I might have used that one already. Who cares? I ran out of AA. Uh, my name is BK. Welcome. I'm in the exile right now in Canada, back home in the Toronto area in Mississauga. Great, great. So it doesn't feel like Thanksgiving over here. How's it going down there? Are you enjoying your turkey? Are you enjoying the stuffing? Are you enjoying the Black Friday shopping? Did you get stomped on by anybody at the Walmart or Best Buy yet? I don't know. I hope you're safe and out there. And then, uh, did you get into an argument with your parents yet? Because I did. I did already. Three days ago. Way before Thanksgiving. And, uh, I already relapsed, believe it or not, on the, uh, arguing with parents. Uh, we got into a heated discussion about, I don't know, I was just mentioning some stats about income disparity and all that and then my dad got into you know trump getting trump getting voted is not a bad thing and then my mom jumped in and was like you know i disagreed with him and we had a heated argument about it uh the week before for the election and whatnot and then it became a i don't know i thought it was going to be a triple threat match but it became a two-on-one you know parent tagging it's like so it was a handicap match so i was i was by myself and then i i, I lost my shit at one point and then um you know i kind of yell it's like what what do you mean like this is not good and then so i already had my thanksgiving family political debate without alcohol without turkey without any of that uh on the 20th <laughs> so uh and then i completely you know didn't listen to myself whatever i said you know just listen to your family It'll be okay all right just keep trying so i tried i failed but it's okay if you if you get it right the first time Damn, man, you're really disciplined and great, but, you know, not everybody is. It's like relapsing on drugs, alcohol, or gym work, any new habit you're picking up on. So, you know, it happens. It happens. So, um, you know, that I lost a battle, but the war is not lost. So, uh, keep fighting, right? Anyways, um, I don't want to leave. What, what do I want to talk about today? Um, I didn't want to really get... I Actually, I lost the entire recording that I finally got to do because... Uh, First of all, uh, I'm a day late on this recording. Actually, two days, because Tuesday I was watching hockey, Maple Leaps, Maple Laughs, if you want to call it. So I couldn't record it that night. And Wednesday I tried to look for a place, but then the acoustic in that room wasn't that great. And then it was, if I spoke really loud, it would like catch into other rooms. Um, and I'm kind of speaking softly now because uh, the walls are kind of thin in this condo apartment building. And I couldn't find time to you know record this by myself and now i have some time so i'll do that right now so yay um i i really again i don't want to really get back into the whole political debate and all that although i will mention what we were arguing well i, I guess i kind of mentioned what we we're arguing on but you know the gist of the argument either than before the trump came up is you know my parents they watch a lot of the korean shows i guess the docudrama shows uh kind of like 60 minutes kind of pieces but not really it's it's a little jovious joyous jovious i don't know if it's the right word so and then they were talking about uh the rise of the fried chicken places in south korea so the correlation is if you get you know it's a very corporation driven country so if if you're fired from it or you're given a retirement package to go in your early 40s 50s not even when you're 65 you have no job and no other corporation is going to hire you there i always get the young people to come in and take the next spot so uh what they end up doing is one either start a bakery two start a bar or start a fried chicken place which ends up being a bar so with the rise of you know korea had like a you know the asian financial crisis in 97 98 you know it was like 
what Hong Kong, Korea, Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, all those countries had like, like wham, like their bubble kind of bursted, credit bubble bursted. A lot of people got fired and let go, and then there are a lot of homeless people in the streets and shit. It was pretty bad, and then that's when the fried chicken places started popping out. It's like they're gonna start their own business, and then it's not exactly a country where small, medium-sized businesses like thrive yet, except for the couple IT companies during the dot-com bubble. Um, so, anyways, and then they're talking about, hey, look at this one guy who succeeded out of that fried chicken venture in the late '90s, early 2000s, and then he's a stinking millionaire gazillionaire and then what's his income compared to the you know regular part-timer teenager you know and then and what, what why is that disparity so getting larger and larger the last couple of decades and i was just bringing up you know this goes with the whole ceo versus average worker uh ratio right what was it 35 to 1 in the 70s 230 to 1 in the late 2000s and then that what i i read last week it was like 350 to one for the fortune 100 companies how does that happen and then i kind of brought up that point saying you know this is actually common in other countries too you know the executive pay versus the average worker or the entry level person pay it's kind of the same and then by that it's like oh what is it better what is it better it's like would you get that number would you get that number and it's, like, it's just clearly baiting me and shit and I lost my shit at the end. I was like, well, and then it got, ended up being Trump. And then, like, that's how people like Trump got elected. Like, this kind of disparities happen in every developed country, including Korea. And then I was like, no, 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 that's not how Trump got elected. And they like, I don't mind him getting elected. And then that's when the fucking things went downhill. And then I, I lost my shit. <sighs> but, you know, we don't, we don't, and it wasn't at a Thanksgiving table. We we're just watching. We don't celebrate Thanksgiving. We don't eat turkey. We don't, we don't do any of that. You know, turkey's not delicious. And then uh, there's too much work. And then my mom thinks it's too fatty eating all that stuff anyway. So we don't eat turkey. We, it's just another holiday. We just like watch TV and do our own thing like I'm doing right now. So yay. That's a bit of a backstory on our family. And Thanksgiving's Canadian. Thanksgiving. U.S. Thanksgiving. Doesn't matter. We don't do anything. I mean, I, I'm here. That's special enough, right? Right? And then uh, I don't know if I'm going to go back. I sold my TV already. If you saw my Snapchat. I don't, I don't know if I'm going back. But then I don't know if I want to move to Toronto because somebody asked me uh, right after the election, where where, sh- where should I recommend her moving to in Canada? I said, Saskatchewan. Why? Like, it's not Alberta. It's not fucking Texas of Canada. Alberta, you know, where the crazy cuckoos are. You want to move to BC? Uh, other than Vancouver, which is hella expensive, like Toronto, would you, would you want to go to a fucking ghetto like Abbotsford, British Columbia? No, you don't. You want to go to the fucking mountains like Prince George where it's fucking stinking hot? No, you don't. You want to go to Manitoba, Winnipeg? Uh, even the hockey players want to get out who make a lot of money. So Not really. Uh, would you want to go to Quebec? Uh, if you want to party all the time, sure, go move to Montreal, but I don't know what kind of job you would find other than being a bartender. Uh, you want to go to the Atlantic? You want to go to Newfoundland, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia? Uh, time zones even fucked up more. They they got an extra time zone. It's east of Eastern time zone. Did you know that? And then there's another half an hour in your Newfoundland. So and then the sales taxes are really high. Would you want to go there? What would you What would you want to do there? No, exactly. And do you want to come to Toronto? And I realize I, I now like the fucking traffic is pretty bad. It's way worse than I thought. Uh, even compared to last year, and then it's way worse than what it was five years ago. I mean, it's good. People are moving and stuff. And then someone, someone said, "Yeah, all the Syrian refugees." Like, there's, there's not that many that's coming here. Only you know, 
just stop blaming blaming the immigrants, okay? I mean, yeah, people are immigrating here and moving here. That's a good thing. A lot of, a lot of high rises, and that means the city's growing. There's something to do, right? People are investing to come here. That's a good thing, right? But I don't know. Would I want additional Americans moving up here? No, I, I really don't. Please don't come here. <laughs> stop clogging the way, okay? Stop spending our water. Stop spending our electricity. How inclusive and welcoming am I, huh? Yeah, exactly. But again, I need, I, I'm in the exile too. I need to find a place. I can't take this parent's place. I've had enough. It's been five days. I can't, I can't stay here. I'm recording this even quietly like this in case they hear it from the, from the distance, like five kilometers away. I know they went out for groceries, but like, I'm like, I'm still speaking like this. I don't know why I'm, I'm sick of this place, but I can't take my parents after three days. I love them, but Jesus, I can't do this. <sighs> I miss my couch. I miss my bed, you know. All that stuff. I miss Black Friday shopping. Speaking of which, did you shop yet? What did you buy? Did you buy another sinking big-ass 4K TV? I kind of did, but, uh, you know, I'm leaving. I bought that as a move-out gift, okay? So, that happened. Uh, yeah, so I, I recommend Saskatchewan if anyone wants to move there. I heard a lot of Irish people moved there five, six years ago. I don't know if that's still the case. Because there, there are jobs there. And then, there aren't they more NDP, like, New Democratic Party? more progressive and liberal, way more liberal than liberals. Although I did hear the Saskatchewan premier, the governor, for those Americans that don't know what a premier is in a province, not a state, uh, you know, he doesn't want carbon tax. So I was like, all right, whatever. So <sighs> I guess earth is fucked. Earth is fucked. Nobody wants carbon tax. So anyways, uh, what do I want to talk about? Well, I wanted to talk about good things like the, you know, because it's Thanksgiving. Although I did, I've been doing some, since we don't celebrate Thanksgiving in this household, what we ended up doing was, uh, well, uh, what I ended up doing was uh, looking up on the whole gender identity. Well, they're like, well, why would you do that? What the fuck? Are you, are you gay? No, I'm not. I'm straight as hell. I like, I'm fine. I just wanted to learn, you know, like I said last week, I, like, I should go into the uncomfortable areas and then see what it, what it's like. Did you go to gay club? No, I didn't. I'm just reading shit off of online. Jesus. And you know, how did that start? Uh, yeah, because of the whole SNL backlash with a Colin Jost, uh, the guy who's doing the weekly update, weekend update. He made a joke saying that, uh, what was it? The Tinder introduced the 37 different gender identity options, which is also called Why the Democrats Lost. I thought it was a funny... Oh, no. I butchered that joke. Great. But, you know, you get the idea. I thought it was funny. I, I, I thought it was hilarious because uh, it goes it goes with the point I was saying. Like, if you want to introduce some new idea, liberal idea about, you know, struggles with transgenders and all these people, gender identity, confused folks, you know, explain it in layman terms what the hell the issue was. And then, you know, but then like, you don't know, like, Colin is the reason why the Democrats lost. And then, Colin, he started arguing back like, "Oh, do you think all the Trump haters, are, uh, the Trump voters, are all a hundred percent haters, and there no love?" Huh? Huh? And then like, you know, blah blah blah. This was going back and forth, and then what did the one guy say who started this whole thing? PWR bottom. I don't know what the hell this is. Yo, Colin Jost, do you not get this kind of hatred? Is why Trump won the election? Shame, 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 shame. And he responded back saying, "So you think hundred percent of the Trump voters were hate hurt?" Hatred and zero percent had any other rationale, 
in no way. And then the guy said, "Listen, I love SNL. I think you're great. Please don't trivialize our lo- our right to love. We are all scared, so scared. In no way, I'm trying to. I'm on your side, a hundred percent. Only trying to learn from this defeat and get stronger. It's politics. A lot of politics politics is messaging and America and getting America on board. I want to examine how we failed at that goal. I I worry about not doing any self examination and making the same mistake again." Then finally, he threw out a one tweet about the New York Times article about it's called "The End of Identity Liberalism" uh, by the Columbia professor uh, Mark Lilla. Uh, it's a piece like like you know stop trying to you know identify everybody and then try to be you know and then try to be inclusive that way. That's not the way to go about liberalism, which I disagree because you know I saw this one video after the election. I was like, you know, if you want to truly end racism, we should stop calling ourselves a white, Asian, black, Hispanics, blah blah blah. You know, we should all just be Americans. What about Canadians like me? I'm still a fucking foreigner. You still gotta identify me officially, right? Beside that point, practicality-wise, okay. In theory, it's great. In practice, it's terrible because, like I said many times, I, humans are all mammals. We all have our basic feelings and judgments, and then we decide what's good and what's bad. Then we pick what to eat, what not to eat, and what what to spend, what not to spend, what to take, what not to take, what to fuck, what not to fuck with. Okay, so because of that, I think identity, you know, identifying anything is just natural. That's how. But then we need to educate as to. Like say something like race is like, like, you know, we may look different because we were born differently that way, and then we see it. But that doesn't mean we should be perceived in a certain way, and generalize it all, all as a whole. I think that's what we were fighting for, and you know, and and then the whole th- there was another Vox Vox article on like and the smug liberalism should. C- come to an end which was a whole don't be fucking condescending kind of shit you know and then everybody who's arguing against colin here that that's i first saw this on deadspin so the article was called colin is a colin colin jose is a dumbass jordan Sargent wrote quote reasonable people can discuss ways in which the party can win win back some some of the white vote but jose is saying that liberals should de-emphasize equal rights for all people because it alienates rednecks unquote av club complained that Joe's responded, quote, so half-heartedly refusing to hear his dissenters, unquote. In a medium post responding to a contr- controversy entitled Colin Joseph's Why the Democrats Lost, that array attacked SNL itself, writing, uh, you know, whatever. I'm not going to waste my time appealing to Colin Joe's sense of shame. SNL has been a flagship of normalizing transphobic violence. Whenever they can get a misogynist, anti-LGBT, fundamentalist Republican to come on their show and be in on the joke of their own res- reprehensibility, they do it every time. Anyone who works for SNL is impervious to such appeals. So, okay, I'm reading this off of the Washington Post that kind of mixed everybody's stuff together. And then I read the Jetta Ray article, and I agree, SNL, I know many people said this too when they did the whole, you know, uh, Leonard Cohen, uh, what was it? The, 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 the Hallelujah uh, spoof or the tribute. And like, why the fuck are they, like, you know, moaning this shit? Like, you guys, like, kind of feel this thing too. Like, Cosmopolitan article was there. He's like, you guys had a fucking Donald Trump as a host blah 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 why are you whining now but anyways that's beside the point 
I understand when these people are arguing. Like, look, you're you're just making a cheap joke, taking a cheap shot at transgender people who are going through difficult times, and then with the gender identity and all that stuff, it's an easy target. I understand that because I did some reading about sex, gender, and sexuality. But at the same time, the fact that there are 37 different gender identities, but without explaining in layman terms in any of these articles what those 37 gender identities are or what the gen- definition of gender is, is to me is the frustrating part that I had. And then this is where the you know stop yelling part comes in. I had to go dig this shit up and then read it. And then now I understand where they're coming from. Although I still don't understand why there are 37 different identities. I think some of them are redundant. You know, just looking at it logically. If you want to do the whole, I don't know, fucking circle jerk chart or something. But, and you know, these people are, like Jetta Ray, her article was like, you know, look, white male vote was making the difference. White males need to step up, whatever. All that stuff. I understand where that's coming from too. You know, like, but I I don't know what this yelling at Collins gonna do. I don't think eliminating identity liberalism is a solution. We are always gonna identify ourselves in one way or the other. And I I understand where the transgender thing comes from too, because I read one article. Was it the somebody on Reddit said it? Was it the sociology of gender on the art of sociologist? I don't remember, but it's like ninety eight percent of the folks are identified cisgender, which means that people accept the gender and the sex that they're born with. Two percent are transgender or that are in flux of asking question about what gender they are. And then gender is a social construct, which I never realized because they gave some examples that over the time of history, like, look, males are looked at a certain way, females are looked at a certain way, but it's not exactly, if it's natural, then all these cultures in other countries and whatnot should have a consistent pattern of what the male is, what the female is. But it wasn't so crystal clear in some cases. Like, if you think about it, like 16th and 17th century in Europe, and, and if you look at the male photos, they had long fucking wigs, and then they were the first ones to wear heels. Guys wore heels, not girls, in those times. And then, like that, that showed opulence and power in those times. But somewhere along the line, it changed where men are masculinity is defined as like whatever, not dressing pretty and all that. And if you look at those paintings now, like Mozart or fucking Beethoven and shit, I was like, yeah, you look like girls, man. And then I just see where that came from. And some other cultures like Africa or, or Native Americans, you know, they have they have some other, you know, female husbands or like, you know, other identity, other perception of women and men that if you think about it now in, in the 21st century or the 20th century, as you go like, that's a guy or that's a girl or like that was accepted. So in, in that way, I do see what that point is. So like, you know. So gender identity is something that you feel and what you believe in. It's not something that's natural and it should be dictated or something. So I, I'm i still trying to understand that, but that's the way I understood it and read it. So I go, okay, I see where they're coming from. So that's the way I read it, okay? And then sex, you're just born whether you're male or female. And then sexuality, that's something that's either homosexual, heterosexual, bisexual, whatever. Asexual, that's another one. You don't fuck so much, okay? Fine, fine. So those are three different categories. And then there are 37 gender identities. Tinder should have done a better job explaining it, especially if Tinder is used by fucking everybody. 
and then I I didn't know that option was there until I went in, and then I was like, what? What? Okay, I'm still a guy, but then like, could you could you educate people better be- before you know churchy freaks start protesting and be like, oh, Tinder is Tinder is antichrist or some shit? I don't know. But anyways, on on the other side, I I understand where like the fear comes from, but then again, if I think somebody mentioned two percent is transgender there's still 98 percent how much of that 98 percent truly understands what the two percent is going through i would explain that you know and then like try to educate people and then like you know fuck these rednecks that's like the i feel like that's a common sentiment right now but i'm like you know like i said i the dinner table hear the why and then they might refuse to hear it but you know like oh that's a reality you gotta keep trying right like there are these people. That's a country. You're still in the same land. What are you gonna do? I think that's what we should do. Try to educate each other. Like when I, when we went to the fucking uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson show, it was a great time. But then at, at the same time, I was like, I wish other people who don't who are like anti-science, anti-fact would hear this because it's it's very relatable with movies and all that that he was uh, Dr. Tyson was presenting at that time. What's the point of me hearing the same thing over and over and then living in that bubble? I think people should get out of the comfort zone and get out of that bubble and then listen to others. That's the point. Stop yelling. Stop arguing. Which I failed to do this week with the parents. So, hip, 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 hip hop, hypocritical me right there. But whatever, whatever. I try. I'm trying, okay? But you know what? It was good. It was a good lesson. Uh, learning about sex, gender, and all that stuff. It's, it's interesting. Wait, are you going to be okay? Yeah, I'm going to be okay. I know who I am. At least I know what the hell I am. I know what to identify myself with so I can go forward with what the rest of the options are, right? I have my car. What are the other colors that were possibly out there, huh? It's like, oh, this A something. It was like, all right, whatever, whatever. We'll figure it out. I don't remember all this off of my head. It's 37 gender identities. My fucking God, 37. Like I said, I think some of them are overlapping. Like, I feel like female, but not yet. Or male going to female. And then, or someone just like doesn't identify with either gender. And I'm like, the what was it the genitalia doesn't define who i am you know blah 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 that's not my gender identity and then i go oh god it's so fucking confusing and then you know i do reach a frustrating point i'm like but then i'm i'm not the one that i'm like struggling in between then i i guess you know some crazy republicans could have an easy argument like you can't cure this this is a mental illness then like try to heal this but if you heal this what else would you heal it's like oh we can heal the homosexuality you know, all you go into that wormhole or the rabbit hole. So, I don't know. I'm I'm still reading this, but then I I, I don't understand these other arguments from AV Club, Medium Post, Deadspin. They're not helping the thing at all. I, and then uh, I would I would go read the other sociologist.com, sociology of gender. But just search gender social con- construct, uh, and then read all that. I I I think it's fascinating. It's a different way to look at the history but the fact that i gotta go fucking find it every time or like i gotta go research it i mean that's fine but like i'm one guy there's still seven billion people on this earth right so somebody should do a better job explaining this right instead of just yelling at this snl guy i know where the SNL. i i'm i laughed at that joke because it was funny anyways uh what is it? oh god all right Anyway, I don't know. If if you wanna study more on the 
sexuality, gender identity, sex. Great. Uh, I read it. I hope that gives a better idea uh, in a very butchered fashion. But uh, I'll leave it at that. It's Thanksgiving. You should. Have, I don't. I don't want to leave it at a down note. Uh, be upbeat about it. You know, talk. Talk to your uncle. Talk to your aunt. Talk to your parents. Uh, talk to your cousins and see what they feel about. You know, about asexual people or the gender queer people or gender neutral people or non-gender people. Don't they all sound the same? I don't know. And then you know there are like people like that out there, and then maybe. Should think about it. You know, there's LGBT. I get the L G and B, but I don't get the. I thought I understood the T, but T is not so concrete and thorough like I thought it was. It's like, it's like male to female, female to male. Eh, I don't know. And then you know, talk to them about Trump. And then someone said, "Don't bring up the politics." But you know what? At some point, you're gonna, you're gonna have that eggnog. No, it's not eggnog yet. It's not Christmas. You're gonna have that liquor, and then you're gonna just say all that shit out one day. It's like you're a fucking asshole. Why are you still living on this planet? And then I yell at your uncle or some shit, and then the uncle's like, "Yeah, you little shit! You don't know shit. You're worrying about stuff that you it shouldn't impact you at all. What's wrong with you?" And then you go on and go on and from there, it didn't get that bad in my household here. But my God, I gotta move. I, I I'm in the exile. I left the America, but I cannot live in this household. I'm sick. I'm, I'm tired of my parents already. I love them, but I can't do this. I can't do this. So uh, my search is gonna continue, and then I'm gonna update you next week. Okay. And then, uh, oh, uh, the song in the beginning, it's called The Glorious Domination for WWE star Robert Roode, who's from Pickering, Ontario. He won, not Pickering, Peterborough. Um, so someone suggested to put that on there. And I said, you know what, I'll do it. It's an awesome fucking song. I, I listen to that during workout and stuff too. So it is glorious at this podcast. I think it's been glorious. So uh, again, thanks for listening. Happy Thanksgiving to the states folks out there hope you're doing well it was nice knowing all the americans back there uh hope you visit canada okay and then if you want to move go to saskatchewan that's my suggestion and then uh, don't don't raise a rent okay and then bring some dollars and then the all that stuff okay all right uh that's it i'll leave it there and then i'll check back next week bye